Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take The Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume The Sunday World if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume The Sunday World responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. She also had this, what was described by Dr. Cassidy as kind of unique or strange um, bruising on her spinal column and her abdomen. And she said that that had likely been caused by either being the body being dropped during transport, the body being moved, or um, it was could have been caused by somebody kneeling on her either. I'm Nicola Talent, and you're listening to Crime World, a podcast about criminals, drugs and the sins of the underworld in Ireland and across the globe. The jury in the trial of 74-year-old man Noel Long, who's accused of the murder of Nora Sheehan in 1981, retired on Thursday evening to resume deliberations on Friday morning. Long of Passage West in Cork has pleaded not guilty at the Central Criminal Court to the murder at an unknown place 42 years ago. The jury of seven men and four women had deliberated for almost four hours on Thursday after requesting a drawing of the injuries Mrs Sheehan sustained, which was not available to them. Today I'm talking with Claude Amini as a verdict is awaited in the cold case trial. This is Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com. Claude, for those people who don't know what deliberating is and what this point of the trial is, you know, as it comes to this, just explain what's going on down in the courts. So after the prosecution and the defence rest their cases, so they've called all the witnesses that they have in this trial, um, then it's down to the judge to, you know, he gives a summary of the case um, and directs the jury on the charges that's going to be on their charge sheet. So in this case, um, while Noel was charged with murder, which he's denied, the judge also offered them the verdict of manslaughter. So at the moment, they are in, sent off to deliberate on that. So that means that they have to come up with their verdict and decide what they are going to um, Go conclude. Yeah, whether it's not guilty, uh, guilty of murder or not guilty of murder, but guilty of manslaughter. And today's date is the... 3rd of August. Thank you. <laughs> Numbers. I was looking frantically on my iPad there to try and find the uh, the date. Oh, there it is, yeah. Uh, so it's the 3rd of August, just for anybody who's listening, so as they know where we're at. And you've just come back up from the courts this evening. 
Um, so you'd be going back in tomorrow morning where they will continue these deliberations. Was it this morning they first went out? No. So yesterday, um, it was actually surprising that they went out yesterday so late. So they deliberated for about 35 minutes yesterday evening. What happened was once the judge had kind of, he spent the morning and then into the afternoon. So he gives a summary of the facts. He has to explain the law to the jury. You know, he says that it's, he is the judge of law, but they are the judge of facts. Um, so after he did all that, it was about quarter past half three, maybe. Um, and he sent them off to mm-hmm. do what they wanted for the evening. He told them to come back whenever they were ready to go. Um, and they came back in around 20 past four and said it was time for them to, to finish up for the day. And of course, the jury have to be given the time that they require to go through the evidence in the case, to consider it, to, you know, debate it out between them, to work out which way they want to go. They also have to be given regular breaks because, you know, should anything occur that they weren't, um, if there was a conviction in cases where there is a conviction, that could be used perhaps that they weren't given adequate breaks or they weren't given adequate information. So this morning they came in and they looked for something which wasn't, available to them. Yeah, so just before lunch, you know, the, what that happens is every morning you go into the court for a set time, the jury will be there, the judge will start the start the trial basically. Uh, he will dismiss them to deliberate. When lunch comes around, they're brought back in again and dismissed by the judge, and then after lunch the same things come they come back in to the courtroom and dismissed once again, and the same thing happens at the end of the day, so it's very kind of procedural. But um before lunch today, before they left for lunch, uh, if note was passed up to the judge um, through the foreman. So the foreman is kind of the, the leader of the of the group, so so to speak, like would be... Spokesman. The spokesperson, yeah. yeah. Um, and the, the notes asked for them, they were asking for a diagram of the injuries that um, Norton had suffered in the case in the, you know, throughout the, her yeah, death or yeah. her killing. Um, so they asked for the diagram of injuries um, to refer to during the deliberations. However, the judge said, while that wouldn't be available to them, um, it was something that he could summarise for them again. So he could go over it again. He said, look, think about it over lunch and come back to me and let me know what you want to do. If you want to sit in court mm-hmm. again and we can go through it, we can. Um, and they came back and they said that, no, that, that wouldn't be necessary. That wasn't necessary because usually a jury will sometimes they'll keep notes themselves or they'll make notes when they're deliberating. Um and they can refer to them. They were obviously looking to be able to have a visual mm. of, of what they were. It gives us an indication of where their heads are at. And that's always the way with a jury when they come back in and ask for something. Uh, it gives you the first really sign of what it is they're discussing. Yeah. And clearly it is those injuries that were certainly occupying their discussion time before they went looking for that diagram. So do you want to go back over those? What, what, the, what it was that... It was interesting and it was Mary Cassidy, the former state pathologist, was called by the defence to give evidence um, on behalf of No Long's defence team. Um, and she stated that there was essentially no clear cause of death. Yeah, she said that there was no clear cause of death. Um, so she basically, she started by looking at the so what she did was obviously she she was the one who did the uh, initial postmortem it, these were the notes from Dr Coakley who conducted the postmortem back in 1981 um, and she had various notes from him so 
first of all, there was the first kind of initial um, scene visit. So he went there the day she was found, um, returned the next day to kind of um, observe and to supervise the body being removed from the crime scene to the hospital for the postmortem. And then there was notes from the postmortem itself. So on on his first visit, he noticed the only injuries he noticed was a small bloodstained mucus in the lower part of her nose. And a bruise to her upper lip and her lower lip was very pale. On second visit, which was the next day, um, he noticed that her head and neck and upper shoulders were a dirty red colour. She had bruising on her nose and her cheeks. Um, Again, she had bruising on her mouth and gums. And she also had a strap bruising, he described it as, from her... um, running from the left of her mouth along her lower jaw. Now, this seemed to have been caused by she had a dress on and this dress was pulled up around the lower jaw and mouth um, and it was zipped on at the back. So that had caused bruising from the pressure. Um, She had various bruising um, under and behind her ears. She had some small hemorrhages on the skin at the base of her neck and she had superficial scratches on her shoulders and her buttock. And Dr. Mary Cassidy concluded from those scratches that it was likely that she had been murdered elsewhere and her body was then dumped at Shippool Woods where she was found and dragged into the position where she was where she was um, eventually located. Um, she had various bruises on her um, forearms and arms. Uh, her she had a, a scratches on her hands and fingers. She had a, a bruise on one of her shins. The tissue in her neck was congested. She also had this what was described by Dr. Cassidy as kind of unique or strange um, bruising on her spinal column and her abdomen. And she said that that had likely been caused by be either being the body being dropped during transport, him moving the body or the body being moved, or um, it was could have been caused by somebody kneeling on her either. Mm. Um, there was no defence of injuries. Um, there was no damage to her neck structures. She also noted that there was no gunshot or stab wounds that could, you know, indicate a cause Explained, of death. Yeah. Um, and she had an injury in the anterior wall of her vagina as well. Mm. So the state's case is which no long denies and that's why we have a trial because yes. he's pleaded not guilty. But the state's case is that this lady, Nora Sheehan, was out walking that night in June 1981 that no long uh, picked her up in his car and that he assaulted and then murdered her. Yeah. They haven't given an exact scenario, have they? Or have they given that much? No, they haven't been able to determine where in the state she was murdered. It, they say an unknown place. Um, they're not, there's no information about what time she may have been picked up. She went missing on the 6th of June, wasn't found until the 12th of um, June. Dr. Cassidy says, you know, when the body was found, there was some um, nature had kind of taken its course. The body was decomposing. There had been rodent activity. There was also some maggots and flies on the body. Um, It was described by um, the guard who first responded to the the scene that he had to, you know, swat the blue bottles out of the way with a hurley. And she said that that kind of decomposition and those kind of that activity was consistent with her dying not long after mm-hmm. she had went missing and then being dumped there. Um, but no, there's no kind of scenario. There, there's no evidence of somebody seeing him taking her, seeing him killing her or seeing her dumping her, him, her there. It is all just circumstantial evidence. And of course, the state's case was that of murder. It's the judge who's offered the jury the option of manslaughter. And no doubt he explained to them in detail the difference. Of course, murder is premeditated act, whereas manslaughter 
is not. Yes. So when they he was kind of describing to the jury um, what to do in terms of their, their judgment. So, yeah, what he said to them was, you know, he kind of spoke about the fact that there's no statute of limitations on murder and that if you... And Doc, or Grehan had said, uh, senior counsel for the prosecution had said that, you know, when it comes to murder, nobody is, you know, excluded from that. Uh, they're, they're not out of the arm of the law, he mm. said. Um, so, yeah. In other words, because of this passage of time in this case? Yes, because of the passage of time, exactly. So the judge offered the jury murder and manslaughter as charges. Um, so murder, he explained to them, was there's two types of homicide. So murder is one, manslaughter is the other. In murder, um, the definition is intent to cause serious harm or injury to somebody. Whereas, so that is the intent is the, you know, in, it's called the mens rea. It's, the, it's mm. the, the mind, the thought that you want to do something and the action obviously itself then being the, the killing um, with manslaughter is just the killing. So it is not the, the intent to do so. So they are the two of the options that he gave them as well as the option of not guilty. Because, yeah, you have to get your head around that a little bit because people in the ordinary course of their day don't really consider the differences between the two. Obviously, the jury will be very, very focused on, you know, what constitutes each. So what is the atmosphere like? Is no, no long is he floating around the courts, basically, during the as the jury are out. Nobody yeah. stays sitting in the courtroom waiting for a jury to come back. Except for the media. Okay. Um, the, the media event is the only one that's kind of full when um, when there's nobody else there. So there is a couple of people waiting around. Yes, the family of Nora Sheen are also there and they're waiting. Um, no Long is there as well. Um, the atmosphere, I mean, it, you're, it's so quiet one minute and next of all, you know, something's going to happen and everyone's rushing back in, but it's because, you know, the jury are being sent out for yeah. lunch or whatever and everyone's just see if there'll be a no past or, or what's going on um, it is a long day mm. and it's a boring day mm, mm. Um, kind of everyone's on on edge almost if there's a different sort of sound yeah. you think oh oh and it's exactly that you can't leave you have to stay but yeah some of those days you get the whole day waiting and then they come back to say that they'll be back again tomorrow um, and you know there has been cases I've covered trials where the jury have been out for days on end um, so you know, we just don't, we simply don't know what's what's happening and we will just, we'll stick with it though, I think, until it comes to an end and we see what the conclusion of this case is. Yes. So Claude Meany, thank you very much. Thank you, Nicola. You've been listening to Crime World, a podcast from sundayworld.com produced by Ian Mullaney and edited by me, Nicola Talent. Research assistant is Claude Meany. If you like this show and love true crime, Leave us a review, or why not download the free sundayworld.com app for lots more stories from Ireland and across the globe. Would you like to be able to start conversations like a pro? Take the Sunday World, your daily dose of what's going on. Do not consume the Sunday world if you're involved in a drug cartel, you're a politician with something to hide, or you've appeared on a reality TV show and care about others' opinions. Consume the Sunday world responsibly. Always read the stories, gossip, and commentary.